So good to see you. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no, no worries. He he just wants to start early because he knows he's long winded. No. Nah. I don't have, see, I don't have, I don't have the same problem with that. I was, I, I was saying, I was saying to, to um, the people that, that came for coffee with Mike that I'm really bad, okay, and the reason I'm really bad is because I'm here to bring Jesus. Amen. Okay, I'm here to bring Jesus and I'm here to bring John and Charles Wesley, the reason for that is we are followers of Jesus who do that in the way that John and Charles Wesley understood it needed to be done. And um, when, when folk have problems with how long worship goes, I condole with you. And I will say what I have said before, I will not consider you rude if you leave before the service is done. Understand, everybody has responsibilities. Okay? But I won't quit until I'm done bringing you Jesus. Now, we can put that in perspective if that's really hard for you to live with. Okay? My agreement to serve here is until January 1. We are halfway through that. Well, don't get us wrong, Mike. You definitely bring us joy. And you spice, you. Up, you spice up our Sundays, and we appreciate you. So thank you so thank much. Thank you. And I hope that you can say that in our time together, I have brought you Jesus. Amen. You've brought us a lot more than Jesus, Mike, and we appreciate it. <laughs> I think that's good. <laughs> It's definitely good. Okay. I, I will shut up because now we're two minutes, we're two minutes into when we should be worshiping. Well, good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well today. We are going to start off with a couple of announcements. We actually have a really good problem that we're having. I guess the fall festival went so well on Friday and Saturday that we ran out of material to hand out. Uh, so the volunteers who were scheduled to work at the Fall Festival today are actually joining us at church uh, because, well, we ran out of stuff to hand out. So like I said, good problem to have. What's that? Yes, indeed. Thank you. We have a thank you for all of the volunteers who have helped at the Fall Festival. There, there. Olivia, who else helped put the, put the bracelet kits together? Emma. Emma. Hi. Thank you, Emma. You, you know, every one of those bracelets got given away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, good job, girls. Thank you so much. Uh, a couple of the announcements that are not in your bulletin. Obviously, please read through your bulletin for the announcements. Uh, some of the other ones, though, 
for anyone eight years of age and up, we are looking for volunteers who would like to be an acolyte. Um, that is a bigger part of the uh, service where you get to come up and light the, the candles here. Um, and then also at the end, put the candles out. So Carl is going to be training anybody who's interested, uh, starting, well, as soon as we have volunteers. Uh, so if it's something that you're interested in, just let Carl know, and he'll gladly help you out, and you can be a part of service. Also for the meal train, the Langton meal train, we are looking for two more spots to fill for this week, Monday and Wednesday. Uh, Sue has even offered to deliver them. I guess they live a little bit farther out of town. So if you want to bring the meal to church, she will gladly actually deliver it to them. Um, I don't know who signed up for Monday for Paul and Wilda. If you're here, though, uh, we actually have a meal that's readily available for them in the refrigerator here at church. So if you're signed up for Paul and Wilda on Monday and would like to swap and end up cooking something for the Langtons, that would be wonderful. Um, they have three family members, and it sounds like they have a pretty good appetite. So we are just looking for a little bit more, uh, definitely, like I said, Monday and Wednesday for them. Aside from that, are there any other announcements? Yes. Oh, okay, great. Okay, sounds great. Thank you. Okay. Um, it's fall again, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I put out pumpkins. If anyone, um, once again, would like to donate maybe a couple bales of hay, some corn stalks, and maybe some chrysanthemums, that would be wonderful. So, and also, there's a lot of um, nice green peppers to get, uh, you know, to, to, to take out there. So, if you'd like to take some, please do. The, with the fall festival, I know they have a ton of the hay bales. Um, I usually try to snatch some for the village office myself. So if, if we have extra, I will try to. Okay, so two hay bales. Okay. All right, any other announcements? Good morning. No? All right, well, let's get started with our worship. Our call to worship, you may remain seating. Our Lord is here. Let him be peace to you. Let him be healthy to your body, to your mind, and to your heart. You will be refreshed when your quiet feelings, quiet throughout, are still. Then you will meet your heavenly comforter, so close your eyes, put away all thought, and lie deep in the silent reaches where you will be restored, reborn, made new. Here he is. And if you could please stand and join us in our first hymn found on page 61, Come Thou Almighty King.
Spirit take a seat, please turn to one another and greet someone with a smile. As we turn our attention to prayer, um, amongst the things that I want to share with you, you're, you're going to hear from me occasionally, not always, but occasionally, you're going to hear from me words of, of my concern, okay? This week, a study was released in Washtenaw County. There's been a change in how drug overdoses happen in Washtenaw County. 8% of them now are being contributed to by a horse tranquilizer that is being added to fentanyl. You might say, okay, Mike, what does this have to do with me? Okay, what it has to do with you is you know somebody who knows somebody who's probably going to be affected by this. Whether, I, I mean, 
whether, whether you work for the police department or the fire department, it complicates things. Because fentanyl you can treat with Narcan, this horse tranquilizer you can't. But the symptoms are pretty much the same. Talk about it. Okay. Talk about it. And the reason is, this is not a problem for poor people out where nobody can see them. This is a problem for middle-class white males. Guys, we're killing ourselves. Our kids are killing themselves. And our grandkids are killing themselves. You got it, Carl. You got it. Okay. And it's one of those places, folk, where until you see it firsthand or you experience it firsthand, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't touch you. But once you've had to deal with it, it will break your heart. We have a number of people in the congregation who are struggling with grief. We have people, parents, who have outlived their children. That is the hardest thing in human experience to deal with. Some of you know what I'm saying from firsthand experience. We have a prayer blanket this morning. Okay. Before we leave, we're going to ask you to pray over the blanket. Okay. And I need help. I forgot who this one's for. Does anybody else remember? That's okay. It's okay. It's Amy. Yes. It's for Amy. Thank you, thank you. Pat. It's for Pat. For it's it's for Pat. She's yeah. Yeah. Amy's mom. Okay. Um so um anyway, we'll we'll be prayerful over that. The Jamaican that lives with my wife and I has a name for what just happened. He calls it OPB. Old person behavior. Yes. Yes, half-timers, half-timers. Half the time I'm good, half the time I'm not, 
Don't ask me which is which. Are there others we should remember? In terms of joys? A new great-granddaughter. And a prayer request? Chris, remember Chris? Yes, Kim. And continued prayers for my neighbor, Mike Lambert, who's been diagnosed with cancer, and they're still trying to figure out how they're going to treat it with just radiation, radiation, chemo, and when it's going to start. Yeah. Really weighing heavy on him. Okay. When I had a joy, it was just a blast to be at the fall festival at our booth. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. We just met so many great people. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Even a reverend, <laughs> she went by and, and she said, "And you tell them they gave out all the bracelets." Yeah, we yeah. gave, we all gave them everything. All, 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 all the kits went, and all of the bands went. So we're talking about over five hundred. Cool. Wow. Over five hundred. Now we just need to figure out how to get them through the door. <laughs> Yes. I have a joy. I want to thank everybody for the prayers for Bob and I. Uh, it was wonderful not necessarily having COVID, but knowing that it is not down in my lungs, which was my big Amen. concern. And uh, Bob's out celebrating with the people in Onstead at the restaurant, spreading his word. Okay. So, thank <laughs> okay. you. Okay. <laughs> Some, somehow I understand it. Olivia, yes? Um, I have a prayer for my grandpa and my mom's dad. He has dementia and he just can't do anything really. So prayers for him that he gets better soon. Yes. Um, George? George. Okay. Thank, thank you. Go. I have a quick prayer for my husband and my sister-in-law. They're doing a 100-mile bike ride today. Unfortunately, where they're at, it's downpouring. I guess Zach was not feeling the best last night. My sister-in-law has already had a flat tire, and they haven't even made it to mile 25 yet. So it's going to be a long day for them. So prayers for them. Yes. Yes. Well, she's like her real good friend of mine, and she's a neighbor of my neighbor, a sister-in-law. She had a stroke in her eye. I never heard of that, but it happened to her. She fell down a couple months ago really bad, and she hurt herself, and I think it's like mm -hmm. doing everything to her. And she's in St. Joe's right now. Okay. Yes. Yes! 
If you never had a kidney drained, you don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Let's pray, shall we? Blessed Jesus, thank you for assuring us that if we invite you, you will be present. And we want you to be present in the most powerful way. Our hearts, oh Lord, go back and forth. On one hand, we have joy. Oh Lord, the good stuff is really good. It's stuff that we can honestly celebrate, do a little happy dance, and hold on to for more than just 30 seconds. And yet, Lord Jesus, there are things that overshadow us. Yes, the sunshine peeks through the clouds, but there are clouds. Some of the clouds have to do with grief. Some of those clouds, oh Lord, have to do with people that we love whose lives are changing and not for the better. It doesn't make any difference, Jesus, if we're 80 years old or 8 years old. You know what it means for us to deal with the hard places in life. It's hard for us to see what's happening to people we love. We come to you like the leper did so long ago. We come to you knowing that you can heal. We come to you knowing that you can change the current reality with its hurts and its pains into something else more full of joy and love. The question we have for you is not, can you? The question we have for you is, will you? We know you can. Oh Lord, see us through this day. Lift our hearts as we work together. Work together in the task that you have given us. The task that you 
told us about when you taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Would you take a moment to sit in silent prayer? Our Lord speaks in his turn when we listen. Amen. Amen. And if you could please pray with me a prayer for our church. Our Lord, we pray that you would fill this house with your spirit. Here may weary folk renew their strength and seek a noble direction for their lives and work. Here may the poor know relief from their burdens and the friendless find friends. Here may the tempted find power, may the sorrowing find comfort, may the bereaved find the assurance that death does not have the final say over their beloved ones. Here let those who fear find a new courage. May the doubting have faith and hope confirmed. Here may the careless be awakened, may all that are oppressed be freed, let many be drawn here by your love. Let them go from here with their doubts resolved and faith renewed. Let their sins forgiven and their hearts set aflame with your spirit. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And please stand as we join in the Gloria. seated except for the choir
I'm waiting for the amen. amen. That really wasn't very loud. Amen. Thank you. There's part of me that wants to tell a really bad joke. The part that, 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 that's only half Alzheimer's. How are you this morning? Are you good? I think I like your bag. Is that a backpack too? Yeah. Little ones to him How are you doing? Huh? You all right? Yeah, and I got some dumb from from over the house. You did? Is it still got taste in it? Whoa! It's mint gum. Is you love mint? Is mint the best? Ah. No? What do you like, Wally? I, I, like, I, like, I, I like chocolate. You like chocolate? <laughs> Ew. Ew. Are you not a chocolate lover? You like chocolate? Okay. You don't like chocolate gum? Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I like double. The double? My mom has it. Yeah. I brought something to show you. Can you see it? Just barely, huh? <sighs> yeah. 
Now, you know, it's a piece of thread, okay, by itself. It's not very strong. I bet you could tear that. See if you can break that. Generational difference. I wanted her to break it. She chopped it. That's cool. So what do you think? You, you know, boys always think that they can break stuff. Got to chop out a wally, too. Now, one thread all by itself is easy to break. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three. Yeah, we counted her. Three. Four. Five. My modern is five. Yeah. Who is five? Yeah. You are? My mom's Oh. Six. Six. Now, I could break it off, because where I was breaking it, there was just one. Break it. Hmm. Break it. Hmm. What am I? Oh. Rick? I'm trying. Your dad tried that and it didn't work. <laughs> you didn't break it though, did you? By itself, it wasn't strong at all, was it? It was strong, but not as strong as it is when it's all together. When there's six, okay. Wow! Wow! Gee, you almost pulled the preacher up. Wow! Okay. By ourselves. We may seem like we're weak, but when we're together, especially with Jesus, we are strong. And one of the things that Jesus teaches us is that we're never alone. Jesus is always with us, and there are always people around us who love Jesus and love us. 
Don't ever forget that, okay? Yeah, Wally? Oh, they and they took care of you, didn't they? Oh, okay. That's good. Then you were able to stop crying, weren't you? Yeah. Oh, good. You almost pulled me over. And that's okay. Could I ask you to come and let's have a prayer? Lord Jesus, remind us to stay connected to you and remind us to stay connected to each other. You've told us you'll be with us. All we have to do is ask. Be with us now and be with us as we go from here. Hear our prayer. Amen. Now, let's see... Oh, come on, you're no fun. You can take my kids home. That's part of the fun of being preacher. Everybody get one? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And it's chocolate. Did you, you got it, and you got, okay, good. I don't know, I don't know how many of you are old enough, okay, but Flip Wilson used to do, do a routine, okay, and it was Geraldine, and whenever, whenever Geraldine did something bad, she would say, the devil made me do it. I gave, I gave whistle candy to the kids. The devil made me do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she'll get it. She'll get it. Kim, she'll get even. <laughs>
we thank you. We thank you for all your many blessings. And from those blessings, O oh Lord, we bring our gifts. Not just gifts of money and things, but the gift of ourselves. We give ourselves and these other gifts to you. Ask for your blessing and ask that they and we be used for the glory of the kingdom of God. Amen. The hymn of preparation for this morning is 393. sung. You may be seated. And Martha beautifully played. Amen. The scripture for this morning is taken from the first letter of Peter. And chapter 2. This is one of those selections that's kind of difficult because depending on on what translation you have it's either verses 5 through 6 or 4 through 7 so don't worry too much about it I'm going to read and hopefully it will speak to you If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good, come to him a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight. And like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it says in Scripture, See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Do you then who believe he is precious? But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the corner and a stone that makes them stumble, a rock that makes them fall. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This week's been a spiritually and emotionally full one for me. Considerable part of what's been going on relates to what it means to be the church. 
What does it mean to live a Christian life together? And because we're Methodist, okay, because we're Methodist, we talk in terms of what does it mean to bear fruit? In Methodism, we don't believe that you earn your way into heaven. We do believe that if you're planted in the kingdom of God, you'll bear good fruit. Oh. What does bearing fruit for God look like? Sometimes it's really complicated. Sometimes it's really simple. Sometimes it's sitting under a tent. <laughs> On a revival meeting, but eating beignets <laughs> stuffed with Oreos. <laughs> and giving out kits to make crosses that the children in this church put together. On one level, this stuff is a no-brainer, but at other levels, it takes a lifetime to work these answers out. One way or another, each of us is called by God to find the answers with our heads and with our hearts, and then live the answers with each breath we take. You want to know the secret to a more satisfying life? Stop and start counting your breath. Don't do anything else. Just stop and start counting your breath. Most of you have made it to five. And most of you, your shoulders are already starting to drop. Why? Because you can't do that without relaxing. Notice I didn't ask you to do it to 25. Because if I did, I'd have to wake you up. I may have to do that anyway.
We can't foist our search for answers onto someone else. We can't drop our duty to live our answers or to drop our duty to live our answers onto other people. The buck stops here. It's going to sound arrogant. You need my answers. And as humbly as I can say it, I need your answers. This church, this community, this country, this world needs our answers. Not just my answers, not just your answers, our answers. Alone we are nothing. Together in our search and in our living, we are the body of Christ. Alone we're just a piece of thread. Together we're a rope. Will we be the body of Christ both with each other and to each other? Will we be the body of Christ reaching out to a world in desperate need? Will we reach out with loving answers? Will we reach out with compassionate, merciful answers? Will we reach out, most importantly, with Jesus' answers? Or will we stand back and let others fill the void we've left with hurt and hate and greed? We tend to be timid and reserved about reaching out in Christian love to others. However, there are those who are really bold to preach hurt and hate and greed. Some go so far as to talk up those things in ways that turn the church into a warring camp. It's not enough to have the preacher doing the Jesus thing. The Holy Scripture tells us something important. If we are to come to Jesus, we are made into his spiritual house. We are to be a lighthouse. We are to bring the light of Jesus to those who are in the dark so they can find their way to him. You ever get lost at night in the dark? And what was it like to finally see a light? Our friends and neighbors wander in the dark. We sing the song, This Little Light of Mine. Okay. And even if we light it, we cover it up. Not supposed to let my left hand know what my right hand's doing. Uh, no. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. 
Let it shine till Jesus comes. I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. There are fundamentals to being Jesus' spiritual house. I'm not inviting us to be fundamentalists here. But there are certain fundamentals. First, we turn to Jesus. Okay? Next, we are to turn totally away from malice. We are to turn away from any inclination to do others harm. God is the God of all creation and of all people. Jesus, God's Son, is the redemption of all creation and all people. God is about nurturing. God is about atoning. That is, it's a, you hear that word, atonement? Okay. Somebody had to invent that word to describe what happens to a person in their relationship with God. Jesus came to make us at one with God. At one meant. We're to be about at one meant with God and each other. We are not about dismemberment and death. They are not about being mindless or heartless or fanatical. The building standards are high for Jesus' spiritual house. We need to get rid of guile. Guile is about the impulse to be tricky. Have I tricked you lately? Have I taken you anywhere that I didn't let you know we were going? I hope not. Guile is also about trying to seduce people. And we're not talking just sexually here. It's about manipulating people to their own harm. It's about being dishonest with ourselves and with the others. We are to give up pretending. We are not to deceive ourselves or others about how good we really are. No hypocrisy. No just acting. And finally, we are to end our jealousy. We are to stop being catty. Did you see... We're to quit our petty cruelty. We have to restrain ourselves from those nasty things that we do at each other, other's expenses. I can't believe I put that in there. That won't translate into Methodist. No more for heaven's sake. Okay, don't let God get in the way of a good story. Did you hear?
We are to get ravenous for Jesus' love and word. Consuming them, we grow to maturity and wholeness as Christians. We are to turn to Jesus, not just once, but every day. We are to stay with Jesus so the master carpenter can build us into his spiritual house. Jesus was the spiritual house of God on earth. We want to know what God is doing, what God wants on earth. We have to look at Jesus. We have to look at Jesus till we get it. We are to let Jesus show us how to do the same thing. We are to fill our lives, God's spiritual house, with prayers, praise, and light. We are to be the lighthouse on the hill. We are to be like Jesus. In a strange way, the fruit that we are to bear is the light of Christ, bringing God's children home to him. And if we can't do it physically, we can do it in our prayers. It ain't just a quilt. There are things that Jesus in Holy Scripture doesn't tell us. Some pretend otherwise. Jesus doesn't tell us that being with him will be a cinch. Yes, there will be blessings, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing. Do you ever think about that? You ever been in a situation where you had something pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing? And the mess it was? <laughs> Think about it. God's going to bless you to the point it gets messy. However, Jesus also tells us to take up our cross daily and follow him. Jesus never says that life with him will be trouble-free. Quite the opposite. Jesus in Holy Scripture does say that we will not be shamed down. God will always lift us up so that we can show the light of Jesus we can let the light of Jesus shine so it can be seen by those who are lost in the dark. Jesus says that all are invited to come home to God. Jesus never says that everyone will accept the invitation. Some will stumble over it all. Some will stumble over us. When that happens, sometimes it hurts. That is part of the cross that we take up. Holy Scripture tells us God loves us. God makes us his people. God makes us his spiritual house. This doesn't happen because we are good. It doesn't happen because we are pious. It doesn't happen because we are right. It doesn't happen just because we go to church. It happens because God loves us. It happens because Jesus has come to us right where we are and happens even though we don't deserve it.
We've talked about how we want the church to grow. There are more than one or two ways for growth to happen. It can grow in Sunday attendance. It can grow in membership. It can grow in the amount of money that's given. Those are important. What's more important is that we are the church, you and me. Will we grow to spiritual maturity? The way Wesley put it is, will you go on to perfection? In Wesley's day, perfection didn't mean be flawless. It meant allow yourself to grow to a fruit that's ready to be picked. Will we grow to spiritual maturity? Will we grow to emotional and mental maturity? Will we grow to physical wholeness? Pastor, me, can only do so much in any of those areas of growth. I recognize I only contribute a small part. I can encourage us. Notice I said us. This isn't just you. It's me too. I can encourage us to grow. But I cannot grow us. Who makes seed grow? We have to plant it before it can grow. But who makes seed grow? Okay. Let's not forget that. We have to plant. Okay, this morning in... Sunday morning coffee with Mike, we were talking, and I said, what's the one way that you can guarantee that you won't have corn in the fall? You don't plant it in the spring. One more time, Bill. It don't grow in the bag. Preach it, brother. I can encourage us to grow, but I can't grow us. If we turn to Jesus together, he will make us his spiritual house. All of us growing together in Jesus can do so much more. We won't be just one thread. We'll become a rope in the hands of Jesus. Can I hear an amen? Thank you. Now, we're going to close the service by standing on promises. And during the hymn, we're going to ask you to stand on the promise that Jesus will answer prayer. So if you would come during the hymn, lay hands on our quilt, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Show.
please join me in the benediction. Peace be to all the family of Christ and love and faith from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all who love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Thank you. Took a little while, we finally got it right.